This is Coriel Kramer, communicator for animals. Would you like to deepen the relationship with your animal? Would you like to learn new ways of how to interact with them? Talk to them. Touch them. Get to know them on a level unlike anything you've experienced before. Then join me as we explore the animal prince. And you're listening to the Animal Blueprints with my friend, uh, my friend over there, her name, <laughs> Coriel Kramer. I'm just, I was just so excited about so much to do that I was excited to see you. Uh, Coriel Kramer's with us and uh, we're going to, we're starting a five-part series. That five-part series is going to be entitled... By the way, that's a lot of vodka in that glass. Uh, it's going to be in <laughs> It's water. Stop it. <laughs> uh, this is a five-part series about animals. And, Coriel, who are we going to talk about? Well, first of all, I wanted to compliment you on the opening. That is really sounds good. Thank you. Yeah, you Thank have a, you for putting it together. I mean, I just found the the I made the images, and yeah, that's my voice. But you put it together really beautifully. So it's very sultry and very very well done. So congratulations! And uh, we're going to be talking to you for I don't know for as long as it takes to talk about what we're going to about this whole program. Explain a little bit about where it came from and how you developed it and and how it's working for you. God, it's working so well. I'm having so much fun. Okay, so about a year ago, actually almost a year, a little more than a year ago, I went to a event in Colorado. And the event in Colorado is called Pat to Passion. And um, it talks about the person who put it together, Jayama, um, put together... Uh, techniques for people and to get people more in touch with who they are. And we did the, the erotic bl blueprint series already. So people can check those out if they want to know more about that. But um, the erotic blueprints are to help people get more in touch with who they are in their sexuality, in their personality, in who they are as uh, erotic beings. And now don't get scared. <laughs> When I say the word erotic, it's not the same with the animals, so just relax. But I came back uh, from that experience very um, excited because I found what I wanted to do for my work with people. Now I'm driving back from Colorado. I just got through the, the, the pass that you go through when you go from Colorado to New Mexico. And I was thinking, what am I doing? What am I going to do? How am I going to elevate this for my work with animals? How am I going to, I mean, it's sexuality work. What? So I was just like, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. But as I got through the pass and the New Mexico opened up in front of me, I had an epiphany. And the epiphany was so magnificent for me I actually had to pull over to the side of the road because I was just like my mind was totally blown um but what I did was I started seeing and I started saying 
and getting the sense that the erotic blueprints could be turned upside down and worked into my work with animals. So um, how that came about was I started doing my old animal communication sessions and I started to kind of like just keep peeping open, just keep peeping open to the animal and, and seeing if I could try to flip open and, and see what was going on with them um, that would work with the work that I was doing with people. And I started to see a pattern, started to see a pattern, started to see a pattern. And the pattern was um, the animal's personalities. So what I did was I took the erotic blueprints for people and I changed them over to the animal blueprints for animals. And the animal blueprints are about the animal's personality, essentially. You know, your animal all has a personality, but the personality, they have their different personalities, but the personality formation, the base of it, are one of the five archetypes for the uh, animal blueprints. Very well said. That, that, that kind of covers it all kind of, sort of, but I wanted to expand just a little bit on it because we did the erotic blueprints, and I found those to be not just about sex, but it was about um, a way of being, a way of living, and, and understanding how somebody else perceives themselves and is perceived by others. Mm -hmm. And the same thing applies to the animal blueprints, I think is that you learn how each animals, they, they come to us a certain way. And if we learn to communicate with them, as you've taught me, if we learn to communicate with them better, then we can have a much more fulfilling relationship with them. And is that, is that, is that true? Absolutely. And that's what I started to discover more and more and more as I expanded, as I expanded, as I expanded and grew more into this and incorporated more of that blueprint work into my work with animals. What I discovered is, is that just like with people, the, the lovely thing about the erotic blueprints is when you find out who you are and you, you find out who your partners are or the people in your life are, you can then kind of interact with them on that deeper level. It's not just about sex. It's about talking to the person. It's about interacting with them, touching them. Um, uh, it, it's about feeding their, their very essence, their very soul. And I realized when I started talking to the animals and I, I on, a, on a much deeper level, I connected to their blueprint and I then started interacting with them, talking to them, um, expressing things to them that it transformed my animal communication, which is why I call myself a communicator for animals. Animal communication for for has been around for a while, but the the wording is kind of old for me. I wanted to transform it. I really want to call myself a speaker for animals, because I'm their speaker. I'm their their person. I'm their I'm their voice. I'm trying to give them the voice so that I can help their people. So what to make a long story short, what I wanted to say was was that the the animal blueprints are a way for people to talk to their animal, touch their animal, interact with their animal, play with their animal, um, and, and, and just, just understand them. When you understand who your animals are at their very core, ooh, 
you think your relationship is deep with them now, I promise you I can make it even deeper. And that's what I'm so excited about because the animal blueprints answer so many questions. My own personal experience, I'll go into more, but the animals, it just, it just clicked for me and it made my relationship with both of my animals even more amazing, even more mind blowing. It's, it's like, and they appreciate it. They're showing me that they get it because they're coming to me more. They're, they're interacting with me differently. It, it's not so much, it's not so much the cookie cutter it was before. Now we're, we're, every day is a different experience. So, and each, each blueprint also has a shadow aspect to it. And the shadow aspect is more what humanity can, if they're not understanding the positive part of it and they only see the shadow part of it, then that can bring in some issues and some problems um, that I will definitely help to address more as we go through more in depth into each blueprint. You know, um, I was just thinking, cause I was having a conversation yesterday with a, with a gal who is a, uh, does sign language. Mm-hmm. And we were talking about, uh, I was talking about having her on one of the podcasts because of, of the work that she does and how she got into it and stuff. But then we got into figuring out what it's like for the people that are deaf or they can't, they can't hear or they can't speak. What's it like for them to communicate? And her, her whole thing was it's really highly frustrating because they understand what they're trying to say, just like our animals. We understand, they understand what they're trying to get across, but we don't necessarily always pay attention to what it is. And that's, that's one of the things that, that um, first of all, I want to make sure that everybody knows that, that you've been doing this for a very long time and you did this, you, you are, you're psychic and uh, you, you work with animals and you have for a long time, you've worked with people. And so you use those gifts, but this enhances that, that you can put it into categories so that us folks that, that they think that we're just deaf and dumb and we can't, we can't hear them, we can, we can kind of understand a little bit more. Is, is that not true? It's absolutely 100% true. So thank you for expressing it that way, Kevin. This, these techniques that I've made up um, will help you a person interact with their animal, it takes animal communication to a totally different level. Because now I'm, I'm interacting, I'm not just talking with the animal, I'm interacting with their very essence. And the results in the sessions that I've been doing, and I've been doing, I opened up my doors um, to this new, uh, to this new modality uh, in July. And since then, I've had unbelievably transformative sessions with with my clients it's 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 brought it to a totally and completely different stratosphere it makes my job so much more exciting because i loved being an i love being an animal communicator okay but what happened was as you said i've been doing it for over 20 years and what started happening was i wasn't burnt out but i just kept for the last 10 years, I've been looking for something to make it more, to make it bigger, 
to make it more huge and awesome because it felt like I was, uh, my animal communication was, ex and my psychic abilities were expanding out, but they, I wanted to expand up. I mean, it felt like it was like, you know, my hips were growing, but I wanted to gain some height, you know, <laughs> and I couldn't find it. For the longest time I looked, everything just felt like it was expanding out. It was adding more tools to the toolkit. And I wanted, I wanted to hone my tools so that I could just really just expand and explode up. So um, that's when I, when I found the blueprints and I started implementing them in my sessions. It just makes it so much more yummier. You're able to do things. And then I show my people, I show my clients how they can do it, how they can have toys you can get for your animal that really feed them. You know, like not just like the regular toy that we all have toys. Some of our animals, we buy them toys and there are some toys they don't play with, but there are some toys that they love. I can really and truly show you what toys to get for your animals. It's going to really, really help them get interacting with you and stuff like that. There music that you can listen to for them. Yes, animals like music. Why not? Everybody likes music, but it's got to be the right kind of music. You know, you can't leave on... If you have a sensual animal, you can't leave on a rock station. They're not going to like it. It's going to freak them out. And it's going to flip them out. But I'll show you what music to get. I'll show you how to deepen, enrich your, your relationship with your animal like you've never had it before, ever. I promise you, you will never, I will guarantee, okay, here on TV, on YouTube, I will show you, I can guarantee, if you become a client of mine, I will guarantee that I will change your relationship with your animal to a depth you never even thought you ever knew existed. Now, how do you deal with um, uh, animals that we would consider, in, in our limited understanding, we would consider a, a dysfunctional animal or somebody that is barking all the time or, or, or nipping at people or doing, or doing all kinds of, uh, of, of behaviors that we don't want them to do. How do you modify their behaviors? You're not taught, you modify their, but well, <laughs> you, how do I want to say this? I, I want to make sure that I get this right. So you want to modify their behavior. You can't modify their personality. And that is why I'm going to go in more depth into the, the, the one of the archetypes that we're going to take today. Um, the behavior, though, it depends on what's going on. <clears throat> now, we're going to go off track a little bit, but we'll get back on track. But I have to get off track in order to get back on track. <laughs> so it's <laughs> a lot of track. Okay? Yes, it is. So if there is a behavioral issue, that's going on. What I have noticed is um, it's talking to the animal's essence and their personality. It's interacting with them, but it's also about other things or factors. There could be something going on with their health. There could be something going on with their chakras that need aligning. And I know that this is going to sound crazy, but um, in fact, I'm going to post it to my Facebook page so people can see it. 
But there, there's also a third level that I have discovered in the healing work that I do with animals and healing is with the behavioral stuff and the health stuff as well. And it's, a, it's another level and it's called the shadow level. And this, this level has been, is like a filter. It's, an, it's a filter that animals use that connects them constantly. And usually this filter is, is they can clear it out without any problem because animals, you know, they get back into their stream of well-being. They want to feel good. They don't, you know, they're not invested in their crap like humans are. We are, some of us are. Yes, we are. Uh, Most of us really. are. So, uh, <laughs> so what happens is, is that this, this filter level has become clogged with shadows. And that normally that the, this filter that stays open for the animals to get their stuff in and out and they're staying connected to unconditional love and Christ-like consciousness and understanding, what starts happening is that this filter is clogged because humanity has been going through a lot, okay? We've been going through a huge, huge shift. I'm not just talking about politics. Forget about politics, whatever. Yeah, politics are always politics. But what I'm talking about is a shift in consciousness has been, we've been building up into the shift for the last 20 years. In fact, it's one of the reasons why I got into animal communication because I got told by the animals, what I have to do is I have to be, I have to help as many people and animals ride this shift, this, this wave of transformation, because if not, we're going to lose a lot of people and animals and we have, you know, but I've also helped a lot. Um, but the shift of consciousness has been building and it's been building for the last, even more so, it's become extremely uncomfortable in the last 10 years. And, you know, it's not always going to get, it, it's going to get better, okay? But you got to raise your vibration up. So the shift of consciousness and we, we uh, humanity keeps getting hit and we're getting hit and we're getting hit and we're getting hit and we're trying and we're shifting and we're getting hit and the animals are feeling it. And because of it, that we keep getting hit and we're projecting our stuff onto our animals a lot of the time without even knowing it. I'm not blaming anybody. Um, but because you're getting hit and your animals are in close proximity, they're getting hit too and the shadows get stuck there. So that is where, when I get rid of these shadows through, um, I do very transformative work um, with these shadows where um, and maybe we need to do a show just on this. Okay. <laughs> we got but, all kinds of time. So, <laughs> but the, the shadows are basically aspects they're, they're, they don't always just because something's a shadow doesn't make it bad or evil or maleficent or anything thing like that. It just means that they're just clogged and they're jammed up. So when I use these different techniques, I embrace these shadows. I bring them close to me. I, I talk to them. I speak to them. And I can then work with these techniques eventually to transmutate them. And then you can, you can let them go. The animal lets them go. You can't, how does it, it never works when you're having something that bothers you and you're just like, I'm just ignoring it. I'm just, I'm not going to look at it. I'm not going to look at it. I'm, I'm going to go look at it. I'm not going to. It, it keeps slapping me in the face. It keeps slapping you in the face. So what you have to do is you have to embrace it. Whatever it is, you have to embrace it, bring it close to you, look at it, talk to it, acknowledge it, maybe even love it, and then you can let it go. 
Um, and that's what I do with these shadows. So that's how I get, I'm having these transformative sessions with the behavior and the health. And the reason I wanted to post what I was gonna post to my Facebook page was the first animal I ever encountered these shadows with was a longtime client's dog. And she texted me and she said, Coriel, I think my dog is at death's door. He's, I think it's his time. And I wanna, I wanna make sure, so can you talk to him? He's not getting up. He's pooping and peeing in the bed. He can't get up without help. You know, these, they have to lift him up with a harness and he's a Great Dane, so that's not an easy feat. That's okay? a big dog. That's a big, Willem is a huge dog, okay? So I found these shadows, the shadow, one little shadow by his, by his right shoulder. And this dog was not able to get up. I transmutated it with the, with the aspect work that I do now. And I kid you not, not five minutes later, and I will post it to Facebook, the before and the after, she sent me a movie of this dog. And he is with the other Great Dane running around the backyard. Oh, wow. Like nothing, like nothing happened. I couldn't believe it. I was, I, he almost knocked me off my chair and, and I've seen some really weird stuff. Okay. Oh yeah. But this was like, I had never seen an animal respond that quickly to healing to the point where he was at death's door almost. And then he was fine and he's been fine ever since. You know, I, I just wanted for those people, for a couple things, first of all, if you'd like to give us a call uh, and talk to Coriel yourself, you can do that. We're going to be here every Wednesday at 2.30 Mountain Time. At, at, hang on. I'm going to stop you, Kevin, because I love you. But it's Tuesday. It is Tuesday. Well, you know, when you're, when you're partially unemployed, <laughs> you just don't know what the hell day it is. This is, you're right. You're, you're right. That's why you're, that's why you're here. My God. Uh, Tuesdays at 2.30 Mountain, uh, 1.30 pacific and uh you can call her and talk to her about issues that you're having with your animal and uh that number would be 206 408 1395 and every tuesday uh from now on because we, and even after we get done with the animal blueprints we're gonna i'd like to continue this because you're you're such a stud i i gotta tell you it's <laughs> It's you're you're a studly individual, and for, and for and for those people who have never seen, I have a friend of mine who is also an animal communicator, and she has uh, she had a couple of them have passed away now, but five poodles and a, uh, a chocolate lab and two cats, and uh, and she and they're all seven of these animals are convinced that her partner's deaf and dumb because they can communicate with Kim. And I've seen her do it where, where, and I, and you do the same thing where you are, you are actually having a conversation with uh, this particular uh, creature. And it's when you're having this communication with them, what's that like for you? It's trippy. It's like a Warner Brothers cartoon up in here sometimes. I swear to God. It is. It's really because I'll, I'll see cat, animals with hats and coats on and, 
and and this is the, the that's because I'm I'm looking at a certain aspect of their lives and I see it like that. I see them like they're going on a vacation. There's different phases of going on a vacation. Sure. And this is the vacation is when they transition. I call it the vacation transition. So, um yeah, it's interesting. But um so it's it's but what what is interesting is since I've been doing the blueprints the Okay, so I get images, I'll get feelings because I'm empathic. Uh, I get images, I hear words, I hear their voices in my head. Um, it could be all different kinds of things. It could be just a knowing, I just know that's going on and I'm in the flow. Um, but since the animal blueprints, it's more, it's less seeing in my mind's eye it's more feeling in, with my heart and it's more this knowing in my, uh, with my intuition. Um, but then again, when I, but when I go into the healing work and I go into the body, so I go into the body first and I look into the body and it's kind of like having um, x-ray vision, but it's also a knowing too. Um, so when I go into the body, different phases in the body take different sections. And then I go into the chakras level and then I go into the, the shadow level. Um, those are in my mind's eye because um, the, the, I just see everything in my mind's eye. And then the trippy thing about the shadow level is the, the health level is two-dimensional for me. So I see the animal from the side, pretty much. The chakra is, I just see the, the spinal column and I see the chakras, the different chakras. And then the shadow level, interestingly enough, is like a 3D aspect of the animal that I can turn. So I see him from the front, I see him from the back, I see him from the top, I see him from the bottom, I see him from the left, I see him from the right. The reason being is, and this is a great question, Kevin, it's a really great question. Thank you for asking that. But the reason I do that is because shadows are, shadows are two-dimensional. So if I see, if I see, and they, they could be flat against the body. So if they're two-dimensional and I see them flat against the body, I might not see them. But if I turn, then I see them. You, you, do you understand what I mean? Yep. So it's like they, they change. They become, they become, they hide to a certain extent. So I'm taking this 3D image and I'm turning it to make sure that the shadows are gone and make sure the shadows are really there or am I just seeing kind of like a blip you know but um yeah it's really really deep work and it's 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 gotten even more deeper even more deeper well you have only you've only <laughs> you've only been doing this since what july or so yeah and so my sense is as you gain more clients as you work with more different types of animals more different types of blueprints that it's going to become deeper it's going to become easier for you to identify and to fix issues because experience is a great teacher. And if you do it more and you've been working with animals for a long time, but I, I, there's a reason why the animal blueprints came into being. And that's because you could do so much more. You could do so much more and you can do it remotely too. Right. Right. I, I, absolutely. I get, I mean, with COVID, where am I going to go? 
<laughs> so it's like where are we all gonna go exactly. so it's it's over zoom it's it's over zoom is when i how i do it and i work in packages um because this is extremely deep work okay i am not only am i helping your animal if there's behavioral problems if there's physical problems i have to heal those i have to heal the mind the body the spirits so to speak so i'm doing that I'm showing you how to deepen your relationship with your animal. I'm taking care of behavioral problems also by talking to them. So I'm doing animal communication at the same time. Um, I'm doing aspect shadow work, which is very, very involving. It's not something that's a wham, bam, thank you, ma'am. Okay, that's more of the other erotic blueprints. But um, so, and I'm doing, and on, on, on top of everything else, I'm also prescribing flower essences if they need that and, and keeping track of those. I keep copious notes now of all of my client sessions. It's not like it was before where I was just doing, you know, like just channeling this stuff and that's it. So I find that when I'm able to work with an animal over time, the weekly for a consistent amount of time, this, the results have been off the chain. <laughs> Okay. Um, so I don't do one and dones anymore. I don't do, I can't do what I do in a 30 to 60 minute session. It's not possible. The way the timer. So a session will take with you. You get a lot of Coriel. Okay. For your buck. You really do. Uh, my, my sessions last anywhere between 90 minutes to two hours. Okay. Each time almost. So it's, you get a lot, you get a lot of me. And because of that, you know, the, the, I'm not going to try to fit all of this into 60 minutes. It's not gonna happen. It's going, I'm not gonna be effective for you. I'm not gonna be effective for your animal and I'm not gonna be effective to my work, which I, I, I wanna honor and I wanna respect and I wanna love. And I can't do that in 60 minutes. So, you know. Um, so it's become really, 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 really deep, deep, deep work. Um, now, how much of behavioral issues and, and working with the animal, how much does that have to do with the dysfunction of the human that's attached to that animal? Well, yeah, I mean, you're, you're in a relationship, okay, with your animal. And like any relationship, you gotta take some responsibility, <laughs> okay? You can't just say it's the animals pooping and peeing, do something about it. I don't want that, I don't want those clients, okay? I want people to understand that it is, you know, this is a partnership. So I'm gonna be fierce about it. And I'm gonna ask you, what are you doing? You know, what are you doing in this? How do you react when they do this? How, and I, I do home play. I don't like the word homework because it's, I do home play with people. So I, it's like, I give you home play and I expect by the time we do our next session, you've got that home play done. <laughs> and if you don't, you're going to get scruffed. Okay, Miss Coriel is going to scruff. comes out, isn't it? Huh? That's when the New York party you comes out. Uh, yeah, the, the you direct person who... <laughs> you can call it that. But it's like, it, I can't do this. It, you can't expect the animal to do all of the work. And I'm not gonna, I don't want clients who think that it's all their animal's fault. That's, you gotta be open to this a little bit. 
um, and you got to you got to put in the the time. Um, a lot of it is us, you know. Some of the problems that they they come about is us, but some of them is it's 50-50. It's not just you know because again, I'm going to go back to the shift of consciousness we're going through. It's huge. We're 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 and I told people this. 20 years ago, I said, this is only going to get worse. You got to keep on, you got to raise up your vibration or you are screwed. Okay. <laughs> you are, you're screwed. This is, there's no other way to do it. You know, and it's interesting. I said, you know, I told people you got to watch out, be very vigilant, be watch out about what you watch, who you hang out with, who you, what are you listening? I don't listen to the news. I don't listen to the news. I don't listen. I don't watch the newspaper. I don't look on the Facebook. If somebody is posting negative stuff, I will, and I like them as a person, I will keep you as a friend, but I am unfollowing you. My newsfeed, positive, positive. You know why? Because I went through all my friends and I was like, well, let's see what you do every week, okay? Um, but I'm very, very vigilant about what I let into this realm that I'm in, especially in here, because if I'm wonked out emotionally, mentally, physically, energetically, I am no good to anybody. I can't do my work, nothing. So consequently, what the interesting thing is, is that um, we just had an election and I, you know, I'm not political, so I'm not going to say negative anything to any, about anybody, but here's the interesting thing. I honestly looked at um, a text from a friend of mine who said, yeah, I'm getting over the, the you know, I'm, I'm, I'm processing the last four years. And I said, four years? I thought he was only in for two. <laughs> Honestly, hand to God, it felt like two years to me. It still feels like two years to me because I don't get involved and I don't care. I don't judge anybody. I don't care about what you believe in politically. I don't care about that. That's mental stuff. I want to know what's going on in here. What's going on inside your heart as a person, as a human being. That's what I want to, that's what I want to. And that's what the animals taught me. It's not about this. It's about this. So um, I, when I work with people, I want to work with somebody and get deep with them because I want to know who they are as a person. This is why I do possibility calls. I want to make sure I jive with you as a human being. And I want to make sure you jive with me as a communicator for your animals. Because if I don't jive with you, it doesn't make you a bad person. It just makes you not the person for me. And I'm not the communicator for you. So. Well, and that, that is, thank God that you have decided that either that or I'm a great actor. And you don't know what the hell's going on with me, but but uh, the, we've been <laughs> we've we've been working together with this for a little while, and you are just extraordinary. Uh, you've got a great heart, um, and you don't pull any punches. You mean what you say, and you say what you mean, and that's 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 really an important part of somebody that you work with, um, especially uh, when you're doing a five or a ten week session with somebody that you're getting really in deep and it actually, you know, every time I do one of these with you, I learn more about the entire overall picture because not only are you working for five or 10 weeks with the animal to, to uh, help them, but you're also instructing the human animal 
on how to behave and how to raise their vibration and their energy and how to protect themselves from negative energy and and how to keep moving forward. So it really is a complete program and package that you offer. It's it's pretty amazing. Kevin, that's so sweet of you. Yeah, it's a, it's a great opportunity because <clears throat> as you learn about the blueprints, whether it's the erotic blueprints or, or the animal blueprints, but let's take the animal blueprints. As you learn and you see, it's a great example for, for seeing that the power of this work. When you start to see your animal change because you're feeding your animal's blueprint, it makes you start to say to yourself, hmm, maybe I should start feeding my own. And maybe I should be doing work with Coriel for myself. And it's true because the animals are great examples. They let go of their stuff like this. They want to feel good. You just show them the way to that. And a lot of the times they're ready to rock and roll. Let's go. I'm done. I don't need to wallow in my, my stuff, my shame, my guilt, my what all, all this kind of stuff. And they don't really have shame and guilt. Um, interesting. And we call them lesser beings. And, um, you know, they want to let go of their stuff, but it's interesting. It is absolutely showing people how to, in some way, shape or form, in a little way, to feed themselves as human beings. And through work with the animals, I'm helping people. This is what I was supposed to, this is what I told, I've been told I was supposed to do. And I'm loving it. It is amping up the healing work I'm doing with people and animals. It is amped up on steroids on 15 cups of espresso okay <laughs> on a little bit of mixed with a little bit of cocaine and boom we've got it it's it this work is blowing people away it's blowing people away even when i go on the possibility calls with people and i tell people about this they're like i never thought about this before i never thought to to touch my animal as as a energetic or to touch my animal as a direct and demanding one and 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 I've always been doing the same thing I've been uh, 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 uh. and you know it's wow and it's like yeah all right so yeah there's five there's the five archetypes and and the five archetypes just so you know are um the direct and demanding one which we're going to talk about today uh, there is the energetic, there is the sensual, there is the rule breaker, and there is the shapeshifter. And we'll go each week, we're taking one of these and we're talking more about it. Exactly, exactly. So let's, let's take uh, direct and demanding one. Let's do that one first. Okay. Sounds so good. explain to us what it, what, you mean by direct and demanding it's pretty self-explanatory it seems but but i suspect it's a lot deeper than that um what 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 does it mean um don't you have a story about your cat don't you and how you um yeah i do so i will I, i'll tell the story let me just let you know what the well hang on one second what do i want to do hmm. no i'll talk to you about it's your before. show darling you can do whatever you like Okay, so I'm going to talk to you about my boy. Now, his name is pronounced is T-A-U, and that is pronounced Ta'u, and that is a African 
dialect, African language word, a South African, I believe. I might be wrong, I'm sorry, it's been nine years. Um, it's an African word for lion. Oh. I didn't want to use Simba. Simba. Everybody calls their animals Simba. I'm like, Simba, why? So he's an orange ginger. Okay, I've had him uh, for about seven years now. Um, and from the jump, he came, okay, so let me explain this to you because it's all part of the same thing. I was in, living in upstate New York, uh, New York in my house. And one day I see this orange ginger, like he's got places to go, walking up the road. Like he knows exactly where he's going, but he's, he's not sure, but I'm, I'm going to fake it anyway. And I was like, I know all the cats in the area, very remote area. I did not know this cat. So I called to him and he, he looks over and he makes a beeline for me, okay? And right off the bat, he's unpacked his bags. He's decided this is where I'm staying. I can't get rid of him. There's no way, there's no way. Okay, I, I put him back. I, I don't leave him, put, bring him into the house, you know, but he does, he hangs outside. He's not going anywhere. He's like, I'm here, baby. Let's do this. So right off the bat, okay, he knows exactly what he wants. Okay. Um, so cut to a few years later. Uh, I, my relationship, honestly, my relationship with Ta'u was very demanding <laughs> um he is he wanted what he wants when he wants it okay no matter what time of day it is no matter what time of the morning it is he will do whatever it takes to get you to do what he wants you to do so for example i'm lying in bed three o'clock in the morning sound asleep okay Tao decides that he's understands that he, if he claws the bed and I sleep with earplugs in because I'm a sensitive sleeper, he understands that if he claws the bed in a certain spot at a certain time in a certain way, it goes through the mattresses, through the pillow, into my, my head and wakes me up out of a dead sleep. So he's figured this out extremely smart. Okay. So he does this and he'll keep doing it until you get up at three o'clock in the morning and give him food. He will not stop. You can cut him out of the bed bedroom. He will, uh, he will knock on the door. I swear to God, this dog is, this cat is MacGyver. Okay. So you got to get up. You got to do it. There's no, there's no, can you give me five minutes? Can you give me another hour? Please give me another hour. No, won't do it won't do it won't compromise even a little bit i want it i want it now do it so i'm frustrated cut to a few years later i'm frustrated i gotta be honest i'm frustrated i'm an animal communicator for the love of god okay i have thousands of clients i can get them to do whatever the heck i need them to do i can't get my boy to give me another 20 minutes sleep so that i'm not waking up in an irritated state you know, he won't listen to me. He won't listen to me. I'm frustrated. I'm angry. I'm trying, I'm getting impatient with him and I don't want to do this. And this is me. This is somebody who's an animal communicator. And there was sometimes, I swear to God, I love him, but I wanted to throw him out the door. 
Okay, he was driving me crazy. So cut to um, cut to January um, when I start doing the certification for the erotic blueprints, and I start to see things. I start to see patterns, and one of the biggest patterns that I saw was he of course because he's going to be the one hey how you doing i'm uh, i want to do the work with you and i'm like okay great so um i started knowing noticing the patterns uh, of him between the erotic blueprints and him and that's when i switched it up so in with the erotic blueprints this is called the sexual in the animal blueprints it is the direct and demanding one and I started to understand and the direct and demanding one started to come out and started to become formed. They're very much in your face. They're direct. There's no, what you see is what you get. They're extremely friendly, okay? They want what they want when they want it and there's no compromise, okay? So they can be very, very demanding. And then I started to see patterns with, with, with Talon. So the, the direct and demanding one is, like I said, they're in your face personality, okay? They're not subtle. They're not subtle, okay? Uh, they want what they want when they want it, whenever that is. Not afraid to challenge you and look you directly in the eye. Talon's constantly in your face, in your face and looking you directly in your eye. He's got no fear whatsoever, okay? Um, they need a lot of attention because they demand a lot of attention. So they're, they're, they just, they just do, you know, you can't, a direct and demanding animal is going to be a little, what you would call, I guess, needy, which is one of the shadows that they could be. So that was, was when I discovered the direct and demanding one. I was able to finally accept him truly for who he was. It was like, I'm not doing anything wrong. I'm not able, it's, it's not like I'm not trying to get my point across. I'm trying to change who he is, his personality. At his core, I can't do that. It's not fair for me to even try. And I started to relax in my relationship with him. And now we have a great relationship. Does he drive me crazy sometimes? Yes, of course he does, you know, especially at three o'clock in the morning. But <laughs> um, he's, I get him. I was like, oh, that's the direct and demanding one coming out. Okay, I cool, I'm good, you know. Um, but then again, there's also the shadow aspect of it. And the shadow aspect of it is very, very interesting, which did you want to talk about that now? Or do you want to wait a little bit and ask me some questions about No, that? it's your, you're, you're just going good, girl. So if, I, if something pops up for me to ask you, I will, but you're going good. Okay. Um, so the shadows, and again, the shadows are nothing negative. Okay, the shadow aspect, the shadow side of this, um, the light side is, uh, yeah, they're in your face. He loves giving me kisses, all this kind of stuff. He does. He loves me kissing his head and he'll stick his head in my, in my head and go like this. He's adorable. He's adorable. He's super friendly. So he's, everybody's his friend. Everybody's his friend. No matter what they are, they're his friend. Um, but the shadow aspects are what 
humanity is kind of how humanity can judge them. It's very interesting. So the shadow aspect that I've discovered is uh, for the direct and demanding one is um, they can be hard. It can be very hard to keep up with them because they're so demanding because they got a lot of energy. They can be very hard to keep up with them. So it's like somebody who is looking for an animal that's kind of like chilled and relaxed and, you know, not that he's not chilled and relaxed, but somebody is looking for an animal that's much easier, that's much calmer, that's more, much more like, you know, independent, a direct and demanding one probably will not be the right one for you unless you want to start bringing that aspect into your life. So the other shadows are, they desire, they, again, they desire a lot of attention. They can try your patience without a doubt. They can try your patience. So you're not doing anything wrong, but you need to take a step back and give yourself permission for them to try your patience, but just, you know, understand that it's their personality, okay? And they could be very, the other shadow is they can be extremely misunderstood, okay? They can become, they can come off because they're so demanding. They can come off as being very stubborn oh. or uncompromising. Sure. And a, and a troublemaker, you know? Um, so a lot of animals, you know, because they're not being understood at who they are at their level can, can be, you know, either given up because they're too much or, um, and there was, honest, I'm going to get real. There were a couple of times that I, more than a couple of times that I was wondering if Ta'u was mine, if maybe I should give him up because it's just a lot. It's a lot. But now I understand he's, he's in my life for a reason. He's absolutely in my life for a reason. Without him, there probably wouldn't be a direct and demanding one. Ah, well, that's, that's true. Now, now, um, he's direct and demanding. And so he always is looking for attention and, and stuff. Is that, is that just how do animals, where, where do these blueprints come from and uh, their personalities? Because there are people that would say, well, you know, it's just a dumb animal. They don't have any, any spiritual, any spiritual side. They don't have a soul. They don't have any, any of that, that, but that's not true because they are, they all have got their individual characteristics. And even though within the group of animals um, that, that you would call like dog, and they all kind of have um, some of the same similarities and, and of what their instinct tells them to do and things, but, but they still within that, they have their own personalities, don't they? Where does that come from? Where does your personality come from? Hell, my baby, hell. <laughs> I mean, that it, it it's the same. There's no difference between us and the animals. And, and honestly, anybody who thinks that an animal doesn't have a soul shouldn't have an animal at all. Shouldn't be around animals, okay? Shouldn't even be talking. Don't even look at an animal if you don't believe they have a soul, okay? Just, just avert your eyes, okay? I can't even handle, like, stupidity like that i'm sorry but um well so <laughs> so um and they don't have a soul either really really so their animal their personality are i believe and, and we're getting into a very you know um we're going into a very deeper uh metaphysical 
area here, but I mean, I think my personality, and this is really through the work that I did with the erotic blueprints on myself personally, I think my personality is my essence and my essence is from my soul. I think that, and I think it's the same thing. So basically when you are feeding your animals blueprint, you're feeding their soul. Got it. Got it. And that, and that makes them feel better because I can understand how difficult it is for an animal that is domesticated and they're a cat or their dog and, and we don't get them. We don't, can't communicate with them. We don't understand what it is they're trying to tell us. And so it could be very frustrating if you were, if you were they. They're very, they got, uh, animals have got the patience of Job. I mean, can you imagine, okay, not, I mean, we're, uh, the majority of people we do talk to their animal, our animals, you know, hey, baby, how you doing? Ooh, boo, 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 I love you. <laughs> you know, whether or not they like the baby talk, that's another episode. But, um, you know, it, whatever. I think they do. Some do, some don't. Um, but I think we do talk to our animals, but I think the, um, but I think they also have patience with us. They have, a, this is, this is their Christ-like consciousness. This is their unconditional love that they're just like, you know, they're just like, well, there she goes again. You know, <laughs> I love her anyway. She's my person. She's well, you know, awesome. it just dawned on me that if you can communicate with animals and you get messages that they're sending or words that they're sending you and stuff, that means that, that they're putting that out there. And if we are receptive to it at all and have any psychicness to us at all, we should be able to pick that up a little bit better than we do. But we, we discount it, don't we? We do because we come through um, the cerebral and the cerebral is constantly telling you you're absolutely cracked in the head. If you're talking to a horse, you're absolutely <laughs> cracked in the head because we were taught that. Right. We were taught that kids do it all the time. Kids, mommy, the horse is hungry. The cat needs to go out. The dog wants to, you know, scratch his ass. Uh, you know, it's like, yeah, kids do it all the time. And then we dispel them or dispel them when they say that to us. Oh, honey, the cat is just an animal. We're teaching our, anim our kids that the animals are nothing, that they're nothing more than animals. You know, we're calling animals it's. Even if you get it wrong, okay, call an animal a he or she or they and them, okay? But don't call an animal an it. How would you like to be called an it? Okay. They don't like it. They don't like it. And it's, it's just, it's common sense. But so many people do it. So many people do it. They have trained themselves to call an animal an it. And when you do that, you immediately put yourself, you put up a wall between you and that animal. Sometimes it's thick, sometimes it's thin, but it's still a wall. So, um, yeah, it's it's just with the with the the animal blueprints. They're teaching. They're getting you out of the cerebral. That's why I love them so much. It's touching. It's talking. It's words. It's it's toys. It's it's um, 
It's giving them different uh, furniture that they like. You know, some animals really like 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 um, uh, Tau is is he loves the the he loves to knead. So he's he, the softer stuff. He loves soft stuff. Um, my girl sacred is the same way and she's another blueprint, but you know, they, I, when you feed them and you, you think about that, Oh, I'm going to buy my animal a new bed. Don't just buy them a bed, find out what bed their blueprint is their ideal bed for that blueprint. And that animal will be so much happier. But when you're doing that, you're getting out of the cerebral. It's just common sense. And it's fun. It's fun. Let's see what happens when I buy my animal a, a big fuzzy, you know, pink bed. You know, let's see what happens when they like it. And they're like, whoa, you know, and they're loving it. They're loving it. And then, and then you feel good because you're making them happy. You're making them even more happier. You're showing them even more love that you thought you couldn't find, you know? So um, it just, that's why I love these blueprints because what I was doing before was, when I was teaching people animal communication, I would constantly have to fight their, their, their logical mind coming in saying, oh, is this right? Am I getting this right? Am I getting this? I'm not sure. I see an orange pop, but lollipop. What the hell does that mean? I don't know what that means. Is that my dog or is that me? Do I want an orange lollipop? I don't know. Uh, so it was a lot. But I tell people when you want to connect to an animal, you need to slow down your mind. You need to stop the squirrel mind of, you know, you need to shut up. Meditation is a great way to train the mind to be quiet. And just concentrating on your breathing for a few minutes is, is going to put you in a meditative state as well. It's not about quieting. It's about quieting the mind. It's not shutting the mind off. So, you know, it's interesting. Uh, as as we talk, I keep getting epiphanies about certain things. And it's like, Yay. Yay. It's, it's like uh, um, when I was growing up, we had a uh, Cocker Spaniel. His name was Chip. And uh, Chip loved my dad. Absolutely loved him. Um, my mom was the one who took care of the dog, made sure that he was fed. And, all, and it always irritated her that he never seemed to appreciate the fact that that she, in her mind, she was taking care of him. In the dog's mind, he was looking for something else. So he was actually a different blueprint. And my dad, just through dumb luck, was able to uh, uh, match his vibration or his blueprint. And so they, they formed a fast bond. And my mother, of course, she believed that animals don't have souls. And so she treated him as such. And right. so it was one of those, it, it, so just through dumb luck, my dad figured out the blueprint that the dog was. And so he loved my dad more than anybody else in the world. Um, but now you can help somebody get through that and figure that out without it being just happenstance. You can actually create the, the system and the dynamic around that relationship to make it flow, to make it work better. Am I am I kind of correct in that? You're right. I got a whole new bag of tricks. Okay. We got, I got, I expanding up. Okay. The animal prints have expanded. The erotic blueprints, the animal prints have expanded me up. I've got a whole, I'm at a whole different level of Home Depot. 
okay? It's like, I'd be at like, if Home Depot is supposed to be in like this, was going like this, I would be on level 75,000, okay? <laughs> because I'm in, a, I'm in the space age, I'm in the space age tool section, okay? Um, whereas before I was, you know, down on level, you know, probably 26, okay? And I thought I was, I thought I was high up. I, I really did, but there's a whole new view up here. Um, so I have all different kinds of tools that I show people now that they can use to connect to their animal um, more deeper. It, it's, it's, it's not just, I'm going to talk about a few of the one touch for each animal. I'm making a Wikipedia of touches of uh, words, of phrases. I am, I, my goal is to take all this information, which is why I'm taking copious notes now. I'm gonna take all this information and I'm gonna make a book. Good for you. Yeah. So all this stuff, I'm taking, I, I'm taking down all this stuff, every nuance I can, because every animal is different. Every animal is twisting the blueprint and showing me a new way. Ooh, I could take this now. I could I have this tool now. Okay, whereas I didn't before. I can use this this combination of phrases because it really worked with with uh, Joe the bunny. Joe the bunny liked when I called him, you know, a beautiful, you know, uh, gorgeous warrior, you know, uh, princess. Okay, and ooh, with that really, he really responded to that. Okay, I'm going to put that in my my word Wikipedia. Um, so every single day is every single session, every single day, there's a new thing of what's going to happen now. What am I going to learn now? What am I going to learn now? And I did that a lot. A lot of the stuff I learned, um, and now looking back on it in retrospect, I understand why the animal experience, my show that I did, um, had to be done. It, I had to do it and I understand and it, it, it's chock full of wonderful information. You can find it on the, the Facebook on the animal experience show. You can absolutely find it. But the, the thing of it is, is that I needed to get, I needed to get all that other information out of my head so I can gain the, the, the space for all this other mind-blowing stuff I'm, I'm bringing to the world. Well, that's cool. Now, now, you've been doing this since July, but you've already had several clients that have, ex that have experienced a lot of success. Can you talk about that a little bit? Sure. So, I, of course, I, you know, confidentiality, even with my animal clients, I'm not going to reveal any words, uh, any names. Um, no names, no breed, just... No names. Yeah. So... The one that I talked about before, the the dog, the Great Dane, um, who's again, who's moving um, with consent from this person. I got to get consent first. Um, I will post if I have their consent on Facebook. Uh, but there have been uh, animals who have been that have been going through with that uh, were biting their person, uh, scratching their person, and because I'm able to, to show them not only how to touch their animal and talk to their animal, but also 
you know, if their animal is a certain blueprint and that blueprint is sensitive to energies, you need to start clearing your space on a more routine level because they're very sensitive to the energies of the house. And if the energies of the house are wonking them out, that could also cause some, some issues as well. I've been working with people to deepen their relationship with their animals. I'm going to start with, um, I'm going to start with working with a, a, a pet blogger um, who is going to uh, just wants to learn the different blueprints for their animals. And also she wants to do a series for her, her blog next year. So that's exciting. Oh, yeah. um, I, you know, it's, it's all different kinds of things. There are, but the results have all been amazing. And, 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 and it's been like from one minute, the, the relationship with that person and the animal is very on thin ice to the next minute that relationship with that animal has been transformed and they're, they're understanding each other on a whole different level. Um, there's the healing that's been going on. There's the behavioral issues that have been going on. It's just, it's so many different things. And it's, and it's not the amount. It's, for me now, it's about quality. It's not about quantity. I have very limited space that I take on a certain amount of animal blueprint clients at a time, no more than six at a time, because I'm working with them at different weeks and I want to dedicate myself to them, to their animal. And I can't do that if I'm spreading myself so thin that I'm, I'm, you know, people are getting thrown through the cracks. Well, you know, that's a, that's a different concept than most, than most folks that do the type of work that you do, do, because most of them are like, okay, I can do uh, seven a day or six a day and, and five or six days a week. And, uh, but you can't get in depth and you can't get to the level that, that you are striving to get to, to make it work for everyone. And, and I, I submit to you that the, the parent of the animal gets out of it as much as the animal gets out of it working with you. I think so. That's what they've been telling me. <laughs> Unless they're lying. But everybody gets this is a this is a whole encompassing of your relationship with your animal. It's starting from here where it begins and it's going all the way around so that I get you totally and completely surrounded. Everything that's got to do with your animal you and your animal in that relationship. I am now able to give myself enough time that I'm able to get to know you as a person, get to know your animal as an animal and get to know your relationship and deepening your relationship with them so that I can see it from every angle and help make it even more better, even more stronger, even more powerful. Um, it's, it's also the difference between, it's also the difference between um, trying to hustle, like what I was doing before. I mean, I love my work, but it, it felt like I was, I was hustling every single day, just trying to get the clients and get my name out there and hustle, 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 hustle. And um, now it's just flowing. I don't do anything. I really don't. I mean, I post a little bit to Facebook and stuff, but 
it's it's my 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 clients the the new ones who are some of the old ones because they they're the most excited about my work because they know they see the transformation they see how i was before and what i'm doing now and i blew their mind before and right. i'm blowing their mind even more now well you've also made that that uh in in my mind it is a shift in your approach and your mentality that is so huge it's see now it's not hard anymore now it's easy and when you approach something as it's now easy it tends to flow the energy flow when it's hard it's everything gets blocked up and it's hard you can't do it and i gotta get but if, if it's easy nothing has changed really except for your ability to let the energy flow right. and when you do that good things happen. Uh, yes. Wonderfully said. Wonderfully said. When it flows, it goes. Okay. Exactly. That's yeah. simple. It's it that is. simple. So, but it is, is there anything else you'd like to talk about the direct and demanding one before we wrap this, this one up? Yes. So let's go into the touches. Okay. So I can't get my cats up. So you're going to have to kind of like use your mind. So one of the touches that the direct and demanding one loves is needing, being needed. Not, uh, 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 but more like, uh, 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 uh. so needing on the body. They love that needing on the body. So just taking the skin a little bit and just boop, 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 and doing that in certain areas on their neck, on their chin on their head, okay, on the body itself, along the body, on the butt area, okay? They love that kind of stuff. That's one of the touches that the direct and demanding one loves. So the tone of voice. <laughs> Again, I'm, I'm working on this. There's a lot of different tones I can use for the direct and demanding one. I'm going to just do one and then I'm just going to give you words and a phrase. So the tone for the direct demanding one is super important. The reason that the tone and each one has got the tone when you say the words, okay? Because if you say to a direct and demanding one, something like, he's your good boy. He's your good boy. They're not going to do, they're not going to, they're really not going to do anything. Okay. But if you go, but every single time I say this to Tao, his ears start going out. I say, Tao, you are awesome. And I love you. He's like, loves that. Loves it. Okay. So the tone is also important. Okay. When you're talking to excited, you know, eager. You know, they don't like, like, oh, it's, oh, it's three o'clock in the morning. Can you leave me? Like, oh. <laughs> they don't want that. They don't like, they don't respond to that. Right. So it's very, very, very interesting. The different, how there's so many more combinations that you can do. And they're so easy. And the, 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 but the results are just incredible. So that's a little bit more of what, that's that's a little bit more of the direct and manning one that I wanted to share. Very nice. Now to, next week, have you have you picked uh, a, a uh, blueprint that we're going to study next week? Yeah, I think what 
we'll do next week is we'll do, um, I think we'll do the energetic. They're fun. Yes, indeed. I love the picture of the of the dog you use. Oh, yeah. he's, he's just that's that is just so cool. That it's it's a it's a, it's a great picture. And and uh, I see I'm more of a dog person than a cat person anyway. But uh, because because cats, I apparently I haven't figured out how to talk to a cat because we had a cat that I would scratch him, scratch her. She liked it, and then if I would move to the wrong part of the body, it was like whap. Yep. and, and uh, she has sharp claws too um so you got to be you, you really have to be in tune with the animal you do you do and there's you know that's a wonderful example of how the touch is so important if you use a i i can use the energetic touch on tau nothing 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 he doesn't it, it not a movement not a twitch, nothing. But I'll show, I do the energetic touch on, um, or I showed an, an energetic touch to a client's animal and her results were, her, her cat would come over to her where the cat was scratching her before, he'd come over to her and sleep with her and cuddle with her where the cat was not a cuddler before. Wow. Yeah. Yay, I love this one. <laughs> <laughs> By the way, we're talking with Coriel Kramer, and if you want to talk to her directly, how do they do that with you? Uh, well, you, what you have to do is if you want to contact me, do it through my website, which is my name. So it's one word, CorielKramer.com. And uh, there is a uh, possibility call form that you need to fill out. Please fill it out fully because it tells me a lot if you skip any of the questions. <laughs> the questions are very, very important. So that's why I tell people. So you just fill out the form, uh, upload an image of your animal because I always ask them, I use that image to connect with them and ask them if they're ready to give up their, their unwanted behavior. And if they're not, I can't do anything. But if they are, then we can move forward. And then we schedule a possibility call with you. Because I get a sense for your animals through their picture. And if I want to work with them, and then the call is if I want to work with you. And if you want to work with me. So. So it's, almost, it's almost like a job interview. You're interviewing them to see if you want to work with them. And, and, and if, they, if you can be helpful. I imagine that there are people that are just so thoroughly blocked up and, and are hoping for you to just come in and fix it. And they don't want to do the work. That Those are the people that you say, nah, probably not so much. Yeah, but I don't vibrate those people. Those they don't contact me. <laughs> I'm like, no, 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 no. Thank you. Do not disturb. You know, it's the ones I really have a good. I have. I've always had great clients. Always had fantastic clients. And these were the old ones, the older ones, the previous ones, and the 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 new ones. They're they're all fabulous. I love them all. Mm -hmm. Well, Coriel, it's great. It's great uh, doing with this. I'm going to enjoy the the. Uh, we've we've got these five blueprints that we're going to do, and then we're going to talk about other stuff, including personas and other I issues going down the way. So we're gonna we're gonna be uh, doing this for quite a little bit. So and remember, some idiot said that it was on Wednesday. 
Well, they were wrong, wrong, wrong. It's every Tuesday at uh, two thirty uh, uh, Mountain and one thirty Pacific. So whoever that idiot was, we shut him down and stuff. So anyway, we love that idiot. That idiot is awesome. <laughs> Anything else you'd like to add before we go? Uh, yeah, I just I am so incredibly honored. Um, to be the um, felicitator of this work uh, for the animals. Um, I am honored to be the, the practitioner of this work for people. Um, and I just, I'm so incredibly happy and I'm so incredibly thrilled at what I can do now for people and their animals. It's, the best it's the best and that's why i choose to work with you because i service to mankind is what we should all be about and service to animal kind and understanding and helping helping us raise our vibration so that we can live a little bit more authentically in this life and you're working every day to do that and uh, that's that's pretty freaking awesome i gotta tell you thanks <laughs> thanks for seeing it thanks for you know if it wasn't for you i wouldn't have this platform you saw the opportunity in in what i was doing you saw the uh you saw the vision of what i was and what i'm trying to do even before i was certified uh, you were you saw it and and you've been nothing but an unbelievably supportive individual for me on this and just a darn good friend so I really sincerely love you and I want to thank thank you for giving this work a voice I knew that you have the voice you have the ability to help people understand that you're a lot more articulate than I am in a lot of ways because um, I, I want people to understand that it's all about vibration. It's all about the energy. Raise your energy and, and live more authentically. Uh, love people. Love everything about life. Approach it from a real positive point of view. I, I don't say that as well. As, and that's why I like to have people like you on. Because you can really help people understand that that's really all there is. And if you do it in a, in a positive, loving, energetic way, you can have the life of your dreams. Mm. Well said. Yep. And see, I got lucky. <laughs> so, so given that, I'm going to let people go back to sleep because uh, they, they need the life of their dreams as well. But I'm, I, you know, I'm, I'm just thrilled to be working with you. We're going to have such, such a good time. And uh, when we get to personas, that'll be fun too. Where it's just the energetics of life are important. And I really want each of you to think about this. Take care of each other. Take care of yourself. Remember, that's all we got is each other. Hey, and thanks for listening to this episode all the way to the end. Hey, pretty cool. Hey, don't forget to follow us so you can receive regular updates and new posts. And remember, take care of each other because each other's all we've got. See you next time on My Independence Report.